You're listening to Comedy Central. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome to The Daily Show, everyone. Thanks, Trevor. It's my first time being here. It is your first time being here. I feel like it's been... It's been way too long, because, like, I watch everything you do, and I'm, like, a giant fan, and then I see you everywhere else, and Oh, then... my God, you're, like, stalking me. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, congratulations on everything you've done. I mean, like, we watched you blow up in stand-up, which everyone loves, and then the, the, the thing that really brought me joy was just seeing how you kick ass in movies as well. Oh, thanks so you, much. You're a movie star now. You realize that, right? Woo! It was love. It, it, it was really fun, and I got to mack on those three fine ass dudes. That's you watched true. the movie, right? That's true. I know. Yes. It was like, who wrote this thing? Like, whose right. idea was this? Yeah. Who was in charge? Um, you have Keanu Reeves fighting over you. <laughs> I, I mean, know. and then he came to your show, didn't he? He came to my show, uh, which was amazing. He was so sweet, and he was like in such a good mood right. afterwards too. He was really smiley. Um, yeah, it was the Do best. Do people get confused though if? If, like, Keanu Reeves plays your boyfriend in a movie and then they see him at your show, isn't someone like, uh, I think it's real? No, no one, no one th- I mean, like, I'm cute or whatever, but no one thinks that he really <laughs> wants to date me. They were like, that movie was straight up fiction. Like, all my friends were like, Ali, uh, you're, you're cute, but you ain't that cute. <laughs> um, you have fans of your stand-up. You have fans of your movies, but a book is a very different medium for us to engage Ali Wong in. Your first book... It is. And it's also an interesting style of book. You've written this book, Dear Girls. It's specifically written to your children. Letters to my my two daughters. Right. I have two girls who um, are under the age of four. And the first one was in that striped dress mm-hmm. when I filmed uh, Baby Cobra. And the second one's in the leopard dress. And um, <laughs> they're very aware of it, too. Like, they know which, which ones they were. And uh, I wanted to... My dad wrote me this letter before he passed away, and my, my real name is Alexandra, and it was started with Dear Alexandra, and he, like, reflected a lot on our relationship and how I had affected his life, and um, it was a short letter, and I, and I love it so much. Wow. But I wish that he had written me more, because after he passed, it was too late to ask him all these questions about who he, when he, when I was born, like, he was already the su- successful anesthesiologist. Right. And in the same way, like, when my girls were born, they only know me um, after I filmed those two specials, and they don't know, like, what it took for me to get where I am the and how I... Before the grind before and I think that's yeah. so, that's such an important life lesson. They, and I want them to know that I wasn't, you know, that I struggled a lot and then I had to work really hard, so... It, it really is... An interesting book because, you know, when, when, when I first got the book, they were like, oh, no, Ali wrote this for her two daughters. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be like a cute little, like, k- 
kid's book. Oh, no, and then she writes about, like, erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Like, that, that she experienced while living in New York. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. And then I was like, this is, uh, this is like, it's very, uh, it's, it's graphic and it's real. It's like, yeah. it's very real. <laughs> like, I'm assuming it's not for them now. No! They're, like, reading, like, they're watching Daniel Tiger. I hope they watch, like, it's so, there's so much, like, dirty content in there that's yes. like even more dirty than my specials that I hope that they watch the specials long before they read the book. Right. <laughs> but, but it, I mean, as much as it is for your daughters, it, it really is for women in general. That's what I, that's what I love about the book because you're telling your story. And for instance, you share stories about stand-up comedy that I would have never thought of and have never experienced because I'm a man in stand-up. So for instance, you just talk about how much you have to love stand-up as a woman, when, like, you, you talk about, like, going to, like, walking to your car yeah, at, like, 1 a.m. by think, yourself. I think and... the reason, I think a big reason why there aren't more women who do stand-up, it's not, be, getting on stage is the easy part. That's the fun part. And being funny is the fun part. But going on the, you have to go on the road right. to be a great stand-up because you have to test out your material in all these different cities mm-hmm. in front of all these different audiences. And that's, it's a safety issue. I think that's why more women don't do it because when you go on the road, the first day you go out, as you know, you get into a car with four strangers. Always, yes. From your, from your, and it's crazy. You yeah. just like get into a car and you're like, I never met this person before. Yes. They could kidnap it's you. Like, it's like a and random thing. And you're very thing. kidnappable. Yes. But you could defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but this is, I mean like, because like when we started was before Uber, before any of that. So like what would be funny is you'd get to like a random town. This would happen, like every comedian has a story. You get to a random town, you're performing in a random comedy club right. and then they're just tell you like Jim is gonna pick you up. <laughs> right. And you're like, who's Jim? They're like, he works with the club. You're like, at the club or with the club? Yeah, there's and no picture being sent no, to your no. phone. You don't know who Jim is. Some guy's coming yeah. in some like 1975 Toyota yeah. Corolla that yeah. smells like the ghost of like a dead <laughs> comic sperm. And you're just like, Whoa. are you like, is this for yes. real? You- Every time you get in the car, there's always, a, there's always like, it's, you get in the car and the person says, oh, you can just throw that on the back seat. There's always something on the oh back that you have to throw. There's like old Fritos yes. and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it, I can imagine how unnerving that must for be. A for a man, you. that's like, oh, this is gross. Yes. But so is my apartment, whoever, right. whatever. <laughs> but for a woman, it's like, am I gonna get killed? You like every time, you right. know, you think about that. And it's, uh, it, it was like, I think about the days when I started and I would never want my daughters to go through that. You also talk you know? about like, like just the journey of, of, of your rise in comedy. You know, you talk about your success, the grind that came behind it, but then you talk about like just the experiences that you've had where, where someone, you know, many people in fact, tried to reduce you to just you know, your, your, your factor. So they went like, oh, you, it, you're getting, you're successful just because oh my you're God. Asian. There's like, just because even you're a now, woman. There's just because like, you're pregnant. There's so many, there was a guy who, I, I won't name names. He's not a very successful comedian. So I don't even know if you would know who he was. No, I don't. But he came up to, came, <laughs> you wouldn't know. You're, you're out of there now. Uh, but he like came up to me while I was pregnant the second time. And he touched my belly with his like fat, sweaty hand, which is so gross to begin with. It's like, it, it's like, why don't you finger me while you're at it? This is so not okay. Like, just because I'm pregnant right. doesn't mean it's okay for you to touch my belly. And he was like, oh, so this is your shtick. This is like your thing now, right? And I'm like, I was like, getting pregnant is not rainbow suspenders. <laughs> it's not a shtick. And then he was like, you're so lucky, Allie, because you get all of this attention because you're both a female and a minority. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, historically, that's always been the winning combo. <laughs> for recognition and success. And he was like, and he was like, you know what I mean? Like me, I'm just another white guy. And I was like, be a better white guy. There's so many 
successful. There's like, there's Jimmy Kimmel, there's Will Ferrell, there's Nick Kroll, there's John Mulaney. I could name like, I could go on this whole show for like 35 days. We'll do like another show like, just of successful yeah. white comedians. Just be a funnier white guy. Right. Like that's it. So, um, the girls are gonna read the book. Girls out there will read the book. Women can read the book. Men can read the book too, Trevor. I like yeah. that. I did, I did. Yeah. I did, I did. So it's Dear my, Girls. My husband wrote the afterword too. It's yes. very sweet. Yes, he did. He wrote a beautiful thing about how like you consult with him about the jokes that you will tell about him on stage, which is really nice. Yeah. I like that. That and was really sweet. It was very sweet and what it's like to be married to me, you know? Cause people, that's the number one question people ask him all the time. Cause they think I'm like standing up on a couch with like a growing life form inside of me, just like screaming these like very funny anecdotes at him all the time. And he's like, that's not, you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> not our life. Um, Ali Wong, congratulations on Thank another you. successful endeavor. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for being on The Daily The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.